Hey besties, welcome back to the fucking podcast, uh, it's been a minute, but that's okay, cause it's just my podcast, I'm not too worried about it, but I wanted to talk about <laughs> the last two weeks of my life, they have been fucking crazy, and I've learned a lot in the last two weeks that, um, I just want to talk about and put out in the world because, I don't know, I feel like it'd be good for me to talk about it and process my emotions, Um, but also maybe someone out there who could be in a similar position one day would uh, like to know what the other side looks like. So, yeah, January 9th is today's date. And we're kind of throwing it back to, like, right before Christmas. Uh, I was with my ex, my now ex. Uh, We celebrated Christmas together. It was fine, but I don't know. My intuition was, like, going off, and I didn't want to believe it because no one ever wants to believe their intuition uh, when it comes to their partner (laughs) or someone they love. But, um, it's funny because the day before our relationship ended, I got to have my cards read by my friend, um, my friend's younger sister and like in the card reading, she's like, are you in a relationship? Because it's not looking good. It's going to end. It's going to be like a big fiery ball of hell, basically. So I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't let the cards dictate my life. I'm not going to let some cards say, because, you know, we had been going through it. Relationships have problems. There's conflict. But I am someone who I believe if you want to, you can. And I wanted to work through it. So I thought I could. Turns out my partner, my ex-partner didn't want to do that. That's okay. Some I might not. I just wasn't it for him, and that's okay. And um, looking back, he was never it for me. T, but uh, I'm not here to bash this person. As much as I know it would probably make me feel better, <laughs> I'll do it in my own time. But me and said ex-partner, um, yeah, it caught me off guard. I had a promise ring and everything. Um. So that really was the first big chunk. Uh, I think I expected it. I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't think it would like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't think it would actually happen, but I kind of, it almost like I was surprised that it was for real happening, but like, I wasn't surprised that it was like kind of getting to that point. So that sucked at first, you know, um, we were living together. I had to move back home temporarily, which is fine because, uh, I was not, I wasn't satisfied with the living arrangement at the end of the day. Uh, I'm happy to have this new chapter in my life. Uh, so the first big, uh, I guess thing that helped me kind of get my feet back on the ground was realizing that even though this is like for some people could have been like the shittiest thing ever to break up with someone you thought you were gonna spend your life with but I just see it as you know 
that person didn't see my value anymore, um, didn't see my worth, or didn't see me as worthy as I deserve to be, and that is not my fault. <laughs> I don't control how other people feel, and I don't control how they feel about me. All I know is that I go into every relationship doing my best, so at the end of it, I can look back and say I did my best, and it ended as a result of just incompatibility or basically just the other person's fault. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the first, like looking at it as like a new chapter and getting to start fresh, because as someone who um, craves change very heavily, that's a big deal to me to um, have change. And sometimes just because the change isn't something that I wanted doesn't mean that the change is something that's going to be bad. So, yeah, but I got a kitten. I mean, I, I adopted a kitten a few months ago. Uh, she Her name is Tidbit, and she's going on eight months now. And I, I got to, I mean, she's mine, so she moved with me, and she's getting me through it. She's She's lovely. But something else that I've realized just with my time spent, um, basically, basically my future that I thought I was going to have was like ripped out from under my feet, which for some people can cause them to just like completely crash. Nothing wrong with that. I've crashed before. Uh, I've literally almost ended my life over a breakup before. Like it's looking back, it's like not that deep. Uh, but this one, this was probably my most serious relationship, but this was also probably the easiest to get over because I, it was really eye-opening to realize how long I've been settling for, um, mostly men who just don't see my worth. And I am tired of doing that. My, uh, I saw a quote on <laughs> on um, Pinterest maybe. I'm sure it came from somewhere, but I just saw it on Pinterest that said, uh, my standards are high because I can provide what I require. And that's kind of how I am. I have really, really high expectations for what love will look like in my life and what love, what I want love to feel like and, um, you know, those things. Uh, because I've seen true love, I believe my parents had it. I, I saw how much my dad loved my mom and how much my mom loved my dad. I've seen how much my grandparents on my dad's side love each other. I didn't get to see my grandparents on my mom's side, but I'm sure it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, I have to burp again, but I'm trying not to, but I might just do it anyways. All right. I burped off mic since I've already burped on mic um, and we'll probably forget to take it out. But back to what I was saying, I kind of forgot where I was, but uh, I'm just going to talk about knowing my worth. I'm really, really, really um, learning my value 
recently. Um, I'm realizing how important it is to me to be posted on social media. It's like the silliest little thing that causes like so much uproar in all of my relationships in the past because, um, yeah, I've never been with a partner who like wants to show me off. Um, which sucks because I'm someone like I love to show my partners off. I love to, you know, I, I see the internet as a place to, to show what, you know, like whatever you want. And what I want to show is like my love. I like to, I feel like I was born to just give love. I'm, I'm a giver, like a, I guess I'm a people pleaser, but I, um, with this breakup, I learned that I don't have to let go of myself and lose myself and tear myself down to please other people because, um, a really hard pill to swallow that I finally got down was that, um, anybody can leave me at any moment. Um, I mean, like I said, my, like my, this current, this past breakup really like caught me off guard. And it just, that really was like the nail in the coffin of, you know, like free will. Somebody can leave if they want. And it's the same way of if I wanted to leave, I could, the, the, the same free will and justification I would give myself to leave a situation is exactly the same that everybody else is thinking. So not losing the ability to love, even though it can be just taken and gone at the end of the day is um, something I learned. I don't want to let this breakup shield me from love I could find still. Um, with that does come the idea that, you know, the universe is gonna, you know, maybe test me if my, if I'm really focused on my self-healing journey. Um, cause I, I don't know, I've been talking to people, nothing serious, just, just talking, having conversations. And I don't know, I am definitely still like deep down scared to put myself out there because again, like, I don't know, it's obvious that I'm upset that someone like took a part of my heart and then just like ran with it, <laughs> but I don't think that that is necessarily something that I'm going to let change my heart. I don't know. I, like I said, I've been like meeting people. I've been talking to people. I've met some really, I've met some really amazing people just like in the last couple months. I feel like I have a really good little, little circle right now. And I feel really safe with my friends. And I don't know. I've had to let go of a lot of people recently just because they don't see my worth and it's really fucking hard. Um, just over the last year, I've learned the idea of like saying things 
to say them, like getting things, like saying things to someone, <laughs> speaking and not expecting a response or not letting, not saying something and hoping they'll say one thing and then, you know, because that's going to make me upset if they say the other thing. Uh, I've learned to just speak basically just to say what I need to say and then whatever they say back is just going to be like I just want I have no expectations I guess for what people will say to me now because I'm tired of having expectations for people like specifically like I have standards you know like I want a man to like basically fund my whole life at this point like all the emotional damage I've been through like if my man is not like I want a man to pay my rent like I want a man and I think it's gonna take a while to get that which is why up until then like I don't want a single person who doesn't see my worth see my value or someone that I just don't get along with like I'm not going to settle for anything less than my standards I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I will never see someone who doesn't meet my standards. You know what I fucking mean. I'll never see someone, like, I'll never blame someone for not being able to do that. I know that I have really high standards, like, unbelievable. But that's because I can provide those things. I can provide for myself what I want to be provided by a partner. And... I think as long as I'm not asking for things I can't provide for myself, then whatever I'm asking for is completely reasonable. And just because someone doesn't reach that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. I'm learning not to bash people for like what they are and are not because it's not fair. I don't want someone to bash me for what I am and am not. And um, I live by the golden rule, treat others as you want to be treated, basically. So... Yeah, trying to just be positive, see the light at the end of the tunnel, I guess. But it's crazy that, I don't know. Like, also, uh, I think I had started this episode talking about time and how it's weird, and I said I would get into it. And I don't know. I'm not saying I met someone, because, again, I'm not looking to meet anyone, but I've been talking I've been having conversations and spending time with um, someone, and they're just like me, and it's really, really frightening, <laughs> I guess. It's exciting. It's it's more positive emotions than it is negative emotions, but I want to focus on those negative emotions here to see if I can work through them Um, and maybe help someone who's also feeling the same things or something but I I don't know I'm just so like in awe that the universe I don't know it's again it's scary because this person could be a test to see if I'm truly focused on my self-healing journey but then this is the other thing that I wanted to get into is that just because people say you have to do things on your own doesn't mean that that works for everyone because I really don't think I'm someone who's destined to be 
like by myself, if that makes sense. Like I'm a lover and I plan on giving my love. And I had to recollect my thoughts for a second, but uh, I was kind of talking about how I think I'm meant to be a lover. I think I'm meant to, I don't know if I necessarily want that standard movie um, idea, movie created idea of a relationship, you know, the guy takes the girl out and, you know, makes her feel special and then asks her to be her girlfriend. And then you move on this timeline of you're together this long and you do this and then you get, then you get married. And then you get like, I don't think I'm uh, going to follow that kind of standard timeline. I see myself as following, I want to grow with someone. I want to be an individual, an independent person with someone in my life who, when, when the, when like all the curtains are closed and like the blinds are drawn or whatever, uh, someone that like sees me and knows me because I spend um, most of my time behind a facade. Uh, when I go to work, you know, I'm an insurance agent. I'm not showing my, you know, I'm being real, but I'm not showing my true personality when I'm at work because I'm, I'm work oriented. I'm work focused. And when I, and when I'm with my friends, I'm me, but I don't, I'm not fueled by that, um, platonic love in the same way that I am by that intimate love. Um, I love my friends and they, they fill that part of my life, that part of my love. I have amazing friends. This is not <laughs> me dissing anybody, um, who I'm friends with. It's just that everybody knows like a friend love is different than a, than like a partner love. And that partner love is something that I value really heavily. And I think part of this healing journey that I have to realize is, is that something, is that an inherent, inherent, inherent trait that I have that is, is just who I am, part of my personality, you know, I just work better in a pair. Or is it something that I've just built up in my head that I've told myself that I'm using to comfort myself that it's not actually true because that could totally be it. I have been in therapy for 10 years. I feel like I'm like mildly good at detecting thoughts versus um, facts, you know, realizing what is just something to soothe me and make me feel better but may not be true and what is something that is that I use to like help me grow that I'm whatever. But the way that I see my love life, my like intimate love life progressing in the future in a perfect world is I want to build a foundation with someone and I want to be seen and still be loved no matter what. Um, and, you know, with this person that I've been talking to, it's it's nice because I can 
I can speak freely and I, we have great conversations, which is like, for me, like a big thing. I'm not into small talk. Um, and I'm not just into like hookups either. Um, I actually don't like having sex with someone unless I'm connected to them. And as TMI as this sounds, <laughs> I wasn't even sexually attracted to my ex anymore. Like when we were in the relationship. Um, and you know, like craving sex is something that's totally human. It's part of our like build. <laughs> it's part of our um, nature. Um, sex is great, <laughs> but I don't know. And it's weird to be so clouded by, I don't want to say rose colored glasses, but it clouded by the, the hope that they'll want, that that person will one day be who you imagine and who you hold them up on this pedestal, but not everyone's gonna quite make it. Um, but I was just, I was just reflecting last night and thinking, I'm so tired of letting people into my life who don't see my worth. And that doesn't mean that I'm shutting myself off to new opportunities. I still want to meet people. I still want to fall in love one day. Um, but I'm no longer going to let myself fall into those habits of it may not be working now, but maybe it will down the line. Maybe once we get closer. But I'm realizing, like, I'm not going to wait for someone to treat me right. I'm going to, like, I'm not going to wait for the one person to treat me like I'm, treat me right. I want to wait for someone to come around and just, I don't know, surprise me. I want someone who's going to, from the start, like, never stop. Like, I know, and I know it's real. I've seen it. I see it out in the world. I know it's possible. So I'm not, I don't think that I'm destined to find it right now because I haven't, but I don't know. It's just been a fucking roller coaster of emotions because at first I was really sad. Like, wow, I really thought that this relationship was it. I thought this was like my rock. Um, and then it wasn't, and there's nothing I can do about it. The only thing I can do is just adjust and adapt and move on, and that's what I've been doing, and I feel really good about it. And I feel like I'm really going to blossom in this time, I guess. But I don't know. This episode felt really nice, just talking about that. Um, I don't know. I have some goals, I guess, since it's the new year. I can um, start manifesting some goals. Um, one of those big goals that I have for this year is I want to become more content I want to find more peace in my life. 
Um, I've also, I recently, actually last night, I watched a YouTube video about um, dopamine in your brain and how you can control it basically and how you can make boring, how you can train your brain to find, um, what is dopamine? Is dopamine the feel good? I think is what they say, the motivation um, drug. You can find motivation even for those mundane things, you know, like studying or um, working on your side hustle instead of like scrolling through social media or like even listening to music. Um, They talked about how to do a dopamine reset and you could do it one way is for one day every month or just however often taking away all things that would like give you a surplus of dopamine. And one of those things is listening to music to which I was like, wow, I think music is something that's like so important to me that I would never be able to like, I just, I don't know. I'm sure there are some days where I don't listen to music, but I think if I was going to take away like everything else, I would have to keep my music. Maybe it's a, maybe I'm cheating, but I think I'll be fine. The other option is just take away one big thing every week for a day and then just kind of, I don't know, did I already say it was called a dopamine detox? I just thought that was really cool. I don't know. The word detox to me is a nice word. Um, yeah, I guess I'm detoxing this new year, getting rid of um, all the weight that's been holding me down, holding me back. I am excited to grow and I hope that in my journey of growth, I meet someone. Um, I don't know. I've, I'm also scared a little bit for the future to grow with someone. Cause again, with this past relationship, like, um, probably like I, I was like, I mean, not to like get into the nitty gritty. I'm not going to talk about how the breakup went because that's like my business. But like it happened when I was like I was getting ready for a date that I thought I was going to be taken on. Um, and that's not what happened. And it was, again, a really hard pill to swallow to realize that anybody can leave any moment. But I think the thing that makes. Ooh, sorry, I kicked the microphone stand. Um, something that makes love so exciting and what makes love so different from any other emotion is that if you love someone, you almost just kind of risk it all. And that's what I did with this last partner. I just risked, risked it all. And, you know, it didn't work out, but that doesn't mean it's always going to fail something that I, that's something that I had to learn as well, because obviously up until this point, none of my relationships have succeeded. I've probably only, I've only, I would say that I've only had three serious relationships in my life, maybe only two, but, um, I'm not ever going to let someone else's inability to see my worth be the reason that I stop looking for someone who will. And I think that this is the part in my journey where I stop, I stop giving so much 
when I could just sit back and wait for someone to come around who wants to basically return to me all the love that I've given that was never reciprocated. That's kind of how I picture it. I just imagine like some like, I don't know, I don't like super tall guys. So like some like, I don't know, maybe 5'10", long brown hair. Big nose <laughs> type of guy. To, that's my type. I'm kind of realizing that's like my type. Maybe he'll come around. I'm just imagining he'll come around and I'll just get all the love that I haven't gotten. Like I give so much love, you know, and in the past it's different. Now I have a more healthy idea of how to give love um, than I did before. But I don't know. I'm I'm optimistic. I can't believe that I'm able to say that because uh, I do struggle with depression and I struggle with anxious attachment styles. I'm afraid that everyone in my life is just going to leave at some point. But I think the beauty in the world, like I was saying earlier, is love because love just is the only thing that feels like it's worth the risk. Um, and it's always been worth it to me. I think I will never regret falling in love with someone who, even if, even if it all turns around one day, like I'm, I'm thankful for the love that I shared with my ex. Um, when it was a good relationship, it was, it was a great relationship and I was happy, happy enough to, um, to get and give a promise ring, but things change. Um, I just hope and manifest that the next partner can be more honest. I'm realizing how important honesty is because, you know, communication, I've always said that communication is, por is important to me, but I'm realizing communication isn't just talking, it's listening. Communication is listening to subtle inverbal cues and and talking about those things you know it's that see something say something mentality if you see your partner doing something that is making you feel a certain way talk about it talk about it bring something up um i don't know i don't even know what the point of where I'm at is I've just been talking and it's been feeling so nice. So if you made it this far, thank you. I I hope that everyone in this world gets to experience love like how I have felt it and how I know I'll feel again in time. But for now, I'm just going to keep growing with the love that I have for myself. I want to have a really good individual foundation for whoever I meet down the line. But yeah, I hope everyone has a wonderful day. If you listen all the way to the end, um, I don't know, but goodbye.